Welcome to Training Unleashed, the show that will help you design and deliver training that's off the chain and will make a difference. Now, here's your host, Evan Hackle. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Training Unleashed. A proud member of C-Suite and C-Suite Television, C-Suite Radio, and on all your favorite podcasts. We're going to have an amazing show today. And what's going to be amazing about the show is we're going to talk about growing businesses. And we're going to talk about growing businesses, not just like by sales, but by looking at every aspect of a business. And we have an amazing guest today. He's an EOS specialist. His name is Jeff Chastain, and he's with a company called and you know what, Jeff, I'm going to have you pronounce your company name because I know I'm going to mess it up. So go ahead and please share your name of your company with us. Yeah, no, no worries there, Evan. Yeah, it's Adventus. It's A-D-M-E-N-T-U-S. It's, it's been my own personal consulting company and coaching company for about 15 years now. So it's, I've had lots of people stumble over the name. Does it have a meaning, a special meaning? It's actually got a more of a Latin background. If you break the roots up there, that it's basically a unifying idea or a unifying concept. Oh, that's cool. So what is your unifying idea and your unifying concept? <laughs> really, my focus these days is really looking at business as a whole, just trying to say, especially in times like this, when we've got down economy, down pandemic, et cetera, it's like, okay, how can we make business more operationally effective, more operationally efficient, and honestly get you more out of your business of what you want from it? Interesting. So I know you're an EOS specialist, and um, why don't we start just very briefly, what does that mean? And then I've got a great follow-up question. But okay. I, I know what it means, but, and a lot of people do, but not everyone does, so we, we should get that out of the way. Yeah, it's, it's gaining, gaining a lot of visibility, at least. I'm actually continually surprised how many people have, have heard of it before, but EOS is the Entrepreneurial Operating System, and really... It was put together many years back by a man named Gino Whitman. And the idea is really just business is at its, its root level is just simple, basic business concepts. How do you manage people? How do you manage data? How do you build an effective organization that is able to scale, able to grow effectively without having all the overhead kind of uh, mess that most of us can deal with and in a growing company? So it's, it's about how to grow the organization. So when I think of EOS, I think of operational excellence. I think about looking at the organization operationally. How do you focus on the right things? Uh, how, do you, how do you scale? Yeah. I don't think about how do I actually literally grow my business? Although I do mentally get that the better my operation is, the more I can actually scale. So I, That's I, really the key, yeah, is, is it's EOS is focused on the foundation. We say that I always look at like the, the, the old parable of build our house on the rock or build it on the sand kind of a thing. The house is the same. Every business is going to face storms, whether it's a, a global pandemic or just a key employee leaving. It all comes down to your foundation. What have you got your house built on? What do you have your business built on? And if you've got a solid foundation on it, when it comes time for the storm or when it comes time to scale and grow, it's much easier to do so successfully because you've got that foundation laid. And that's really where EOS comes in is building that foundation and solidifying that foundation. Well, and I'm big believer in, in or organizational excellence in organizations. And one thing many people do not realize is more companies go out of business because they can't handle growth than lack of business. And it's a combination of maybe not enough capital to grow 
but a big part of it is that they just can't get from being small to medium or medium to large. Um, so that was more of a statement than a question. So let me now turn that into a question. How does a company know, what are the telltale signs that they need to really look at their organization and they need to really like engage somebody like you and their other EOS specials, but how does, what are the telltale signs of the need? Well, it's actually interesting you mentioned that because that's exactly how and why I got into EOS that my previous life, previous background is in technology. I started up a managed services, IT managed services firm with my brother-in-law and we were we knew all the technology stuff. We grew a, a basic company and we could never get it to scale. We, we, we tried bringing on additional people, salespeople, training people kind of a thing. And it just kept everyone, every one of them washed out kind of a thing. We could never figure out how to grow this business. And finally, after several years, we just enough, we're, we're done kind of a thing, closed it up. And that really kind of set my pilgrimage on to say, okay, why, 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 why can't we do this? Why, why do we get to that level? And that's really where I found EOS. So from a, like you said, a standpoint indicators kind of a thing, a lot of it turns into really the concept of hitting a ceiling, that, that things you've been doing well, things you've been, the levers you've been pulling in the business to generate profitability, to generate growth, all of a sudden don't work anymore, that, that you're struggling to say, okay, like I said, we, we can't grow the company out. We're doing a lot of turnover in our people kind of a thing there that we hired this guy that he looked great in the interview. We go through all this training, we have all this time with him and he washes out. Why did he wash out? Well, a lot of it, especially once you do that repeatedly four and five times, it's probably not the person. It's probably the process is to, okay, how you're bringing him on, how you're finding him, whatever. There's probably issues in the business here that are the root cause there. And that's really where we start looking at is that profitability people issues are two of the biggest ones there. And just honestly, just a lot lack of uh, traction that basically it's okay. We're just not growing anymore. We're, we're funneling, dumping cash into the business and nothing's happening. Nothing. We're not growing like we used to. We used to be able to turn and change real quickly. Now things are just slow. There's, they're stuck in a bud. We can't grow anymore here. Why can't we grow? And that's a lot of times that we're saying, hey, you basically hit a ceiling in the business. You've got to turn around and make some changes, make some structural changes to the business here to take it to that next level. So Jeff, I want to actually give a different answer to your question. Okay. It's in support of everything you said, because everything you said was totally right. I want to be clear. I think that it makes sense at every step in your growth to sit back. So if you're a small company and you're a million and you want to get to 2 million, you need to do and look at and audit your operations. If you're at 2 million, you want to go to 5 million. If you're at 5 million, you want to go to 10 or 15 that every time you're at that pinnacle point in your business, you need to do this. And you wanna, you wanna do it before you see a symptom, right? Yeah, you, you, know, you wanna do it for Ideally, yes. <laughs> and, and that if, you, if your organization, even if it's doing really well, hasn't looked how it operates, and it's sort of gone two or three years sort of not thinking about those things, it's time. Oh, yeah. And I would bet 90% of the people listening to it today would benefit by really looking at operational excellence. So if you don't mind, can you, so people understand how this works? Because look at, you know, Jeff's here, obviously he would love everyone to call him up and say, hey, you know, hire me, but not everyone is going to. And an absolute requirement and people listening to the show know 
of being on the show is to share freely information. Yeah. So just talk about the process. What, where do you start? How do you, how do you, how do you evaluate where people are? How do you just, how do you do what you do? Okay. Easy enough. Yeah. So EOS, when you look at it, the, the concept with EOS is that basically there's six key areas of business that we say that, okay, all the issues, everything everybody deals with in business really are symptoms of six key areas. So we look at uh, the idea of vision saying, okay, do you have a common vision? Do you have everybody pulling the same direction, working the same direct, pulling the same direction, working together? Do you have your pe the right people? This is where training a lot of times comes in is do you have the right people sitting in the right seats? Do you have the right structure for your organization? And that's a key one that typically changes quite a bit. Like you're saying, as you go from one to two to five, structure of the business has got to change. You, you can't run the same business with five people that you can with 25 or 50 kind of a thing there. You've got to restructure the business and grow it, but hopefully do it in the right way. The third component is simply looking at data to say, okay, especially with a, a smaller organization, we do a lot of things just kind of gut feel, this feels right, let's make this change, let's go into this market. And the real push is to say, okay, just knowing that you've got money in the checking account doesn't mean this is a good idea. You got to really know, okay, what, what are the data? What's the numbers really driving the business and having a good picture of that to say, okay, are we on track, off track? And then once we get through those three, things start to work a little bit better, start to be more transparent. And we start looking at things like issues and process management, really driving traction is the sixth component just to say, okay, how do we take your vision that's the big elephant and say, okay, now we've got to get the entire team doing something today to make that a vision happen and taking that elephant one bite at a time to say, okay, are we working with accountability with discipline to move forward? So from a, a process standpoint, it's really working with businesses, with the leadership team, with the entire organization, because we push this through the entire organization to have that sense of accountability, that sense of discipline to say, okay, we're going to strengthen these six key areas through various tools, various training, various methodologies here. And as we strengthen those six key areas, everything else starts to fall away because it's just symptoms of one of these things. So if you're having hiring issues with people, that's typically a people component that, okay, you don't have the, the roles defined, you don't have the structure defined, whatever. If you're having profitability issues, a lot of times, well, it may be people that again, don't have the right people. Maybe it's simply that you don't know what your numbers are, how you're going. So everything really falls into those six key areas. And it's a really an engagement with, with me or with any other implementer. There's lots of implementers around that is just working with that leadership team really to, I look at it as trying to teach you how to ride a bicycle, honestly, that it's, it's one of those that, okay, at first, yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with the team, teaching, training, tools, accountability, things like that. But I'm not the consultant here that's trying to be your COO or whatever. My goal is really to empower you, to teach you, train you, so that you've got the expertise to go run your business and you're off and running the bicycle. I don't want to be sitting here 20 years from now as, as the parents sitting here still running along next to you trying to hold on to the bicycle seat here. So enjoy what you're saying. I would love you to share a case study. Uh, okay. You don't need to name the name of the company. That's not really important. But, you know, what did you find? What did you learn? What did you implement? And what were the results? Tortle Training's Learning Matter experts are passionate about designing effective solutions that move the needle. 
Whether your organization needs development of e-learning courses, instructor-led training, or assistance with creating optimized electronic versions of employee handbooks, our team can help. To learn more, visit tortle.com slash learning dash development. So one company I was working with here previously was actually in the technology space. And it originally started out here, just three, three people kind of a thing. They had a, a really a small online business, just doing placement kind of thing, placement work. And the opportunity kind of presented itself really to them to move into a, a second industry. And it was almost the, the stereotypical kind of visionary that, okay, great. We're going to jump off into the new industry. We're going to hire some new people and we'll go. And the problem was, honestly, he didn't know how to scale the business at that point. That it was, it was, yeah, they were doing several million in revenue with the three original founders, but it's like, okay, how do we get over here and really get that next step? So really the idea was to say, okay, we've got to build out that foundation. We've got to, yes, you've got a new market. Yes, you've got a new idea over here. Let's scale that out. Let's build it out. And we were able to go in and really look at defining, okay, if you're going to move into this new market, what does the business need to look like? What does the structure need to look like from a uh, operation standpoint, from in this case, it was technology. So a development team kind of perspective here. And we were actually able to, over the course of really about three years working with them here, quadruple the, the size of the company. They went from the original three or four people here, had an entire team of 25 at that point, and we're closing in on, on 10 plus million in revenue here, just moving into this new industry, this new vertical with them. And it really was a case of saying, okay, doing this from a strategic manner, doing this from a, a planned manner, rather than just saying ad hoc, we're going to go figure it out on a day by day basis was really the key to saying that, okay, we can grow this way. We can get these results without doing all the struggles and everything that we were talking about before of saying, how do you move from 1 million to 2 million? They were able to do this here. And like I said, about three years time, jumping into a brand new market, simply because they went into it with a, a strategic mindset. So at what point were they in the 1 million, 2 million when you started with them? Yeah, they were 1 million, 2 million. So in just three, year, in three years, they got to 10 million. Yeah. That's, that's an impressive growth. And especially because they didn't break. Yeah, that's it didn't break and it's they, they scaled out quite efficiently kind of a thing, both both on the tech side as well as the operations side. And it was really a nicely run organization at that point. So I've got listeners right now and I know my listeners pretty well. And there are two different kinds of listeners right now that essentially have the same question. Um, one listener is a small business who says, oh, that sounds great, but I would hit such organizational resistance that I could never make it happen because too many people are dedicated to the, to the where, you know, to the, uh, to the, 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 the here and now. And then I've got people that work for large corporations who are essentially saying the same thing too. Well, that's great for, you know, a million, $2 million business, but in these big companies, there's such organizational resistance that we could never make this happen. And I assume you do work with large companies too, correct? It, it we, EOS typically runs up to Two, two, 250 kind of employees, but what we've done or what we found is actually within the big corporations, we'll work with specific divisions or specific groups within that organization, not necessarily mm -hmm. the whole thing. But no, my background originally way back when was in corporate and I get exactly what you're saying from, from both sides. And it really, to me, it comes down to the idea of vision that if you're stuck in the mud with that, the idea, the, the basic reality is that, okay, you've got to have something to get people excited. And when they're excited about something, then they'll be willing to change. So what is the vision of 
either the small organization or the division, the bigger company, whatever, what's going to get your people excited to come to work tomorrow instead of just for a paycheck? And if you can figure out that from a vision standpoint, everything else tends to fall into place early. So I'm just going to give you an A plus because what you just said, I so heartily believe. Okay. People are motivated by vision or fear. Yeah. Fear, by the way, is a much bigger and more powerful motivator. Um, but it's not a sustainable motivator. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and if you're too fearful that you motivate people to leave. <laughs> you know, like, which, which in some cases may be the right answer, but still, right. yeah, not what you know, we want to do. The, with the pandemic, and some people hopefully are listening to this past pandemic, but, you know, there was fear. And in my businesses, people came together because they're all trying to save their job. They're trying to all save their, their customers, you know, businesses. And th there was a spirit that that fear drove that was powerful. Yeah. But vision is where we want to come from in companies. And having a vision, having that why, having that passion, having that purpose, that's what makes people willing to do and change. Um, so I totally, I'm getting, I'm just totally giving it A plus. I have a lot of guests on the show and only a couple times have people gone to vision. So I just wanted to, to, to acknowledge you for that. Yeah, and to me, that's, it's only one of the six components, but to me, it's almost one of the most important ones that, okay, if you don't, if you've got somebody just coming to work for a paycheck, it's like somebody else comes along, offers them a bigger paycheck, they're gone kind of a thing there. We, we've got to build an organization. We've got to build a group there that is excited about, yes, this is where we're trying to be in three years. Yes, this is where we're trying to be in, a, in 10 years. And oh, by the way, I know exactly where I fit into it because I've, I've been in past lives, too many companies kind of a thing where it's like you hire somebody on and they're just sitting there at the desk. It's like, okay, now what do I do? Am I really contributing anything? And there's no contentment there. It's like, okay, I, I want to feel like I'm part of the organization, even if I'm, I'm working in the warehouse or working in, in wherever kind of a thing, the accounting desk, I know that, okay, what I'm charged with doing this month or this quarter or whatever has value to the organization. And at that point, if you can show that all the way down the, the, the chain there, all the way down the tree, that's where you get people really wanting to work for you, really wanting to run into hard times like this and say, hey, we'll pull together. We'll, we'll take a pay cut or whatever they have to do to say, hey, we really believe in this organization. We're going to push that forward. Whereas if all they're doing there is for a, a paycheck and you say, hey, we got to cut payroll, they're not going to be real happy and not going to be there for you kind of a thing. So it's, but it's, it's building up that vision that's more than just a one-line mission statement on the wall. It's actually true picture to say, okay, this is who we are. This is what we're trying to go do, why we're trying to go do it. And oh, by the way, this is how you fit into it. So let me ask you, I think a tough question, but maybe, maybe it'll be an easy one. <laughs> Uh, EOS has a lot of competitors. There are other, other programs out there like Attraction and things like that. What makes EOS different and obviously what makes it better? Well, I would say from a better standpoint, I'm never out there looking to compete necessarily. It's, it's what is a right fit for you. To me, um, like I said before, I, I had another managed services firm. I was looking, spent a bunch of time saying, okay, what am I going to do? To, to do this differently and read a lot of books, read a lot of systems. To me, the benefit to EOS is just the absolute concrete nature of it. It's not a bunch of theory. It's not a bunch of, hey, go read this book and go
go do it whatever yourself tomorrow kind of a thing. It's very concrete steps, very concrete tools. And really, again, my involvement with a business is from a pure coaching standpoint. It's okay, we're going to teach, we're going to train here, but it's not my job to do it for you. I'm just sitting here really as the accountability partner to say, okay, I'm going to come back in a month and a new session kind of a thing here and really hold it to you. Did you implement this tool? Did you implement a new way of running meetings? Whatever the case may be and really help you along that journey, which is what EOS brings rather than just being yet another book or yet another seminar that you go read and within a week later, you've forgotten about it or you've picked up the next book kind of a thing there. But from a, a business practice standpoint, there's really no rocket science. There's no silver bullets, anything to it. It's basic business tools, but it's still, it's just the concrete nature that it's put together and the process that's put together with it. It's just, to me, makes it different than anything I've ever seen or read before. So we're getting toward the end and, you know, I'm sure some people are sitting here listening and saying, okay, you know, Jeff seems like a really bright guy. Who are your kind of ideal customers? Who are the people that, you know, you're like the perfect fit for? Well, really it's the, the entrepreneurial kind of minded companies, the growth minded companies to say, oh, like what we've talked about. Hey, we're, we used to be doing real well. We used to be moving forward for whatever reason, things just aren't working quite as well right now, but it's really just that. And, and the idea that, yes, I want more out of the company. I, I want it to grow to the $10 million range. I'm not happy with 2 million right now. I want to get there. I'm just not sure how I can't seem to pull the levers anymore. So it's, it's that mentality is, is the, the key thing. And really just from a, a standard business structure, leadership team, this, like I said, it's, it's basic business practices. It works in any industry, whether you're in construction or you're in manufacturing, you're in a service delivery, it's just basic business is, okay, how do you build? How do you structure? How do you scale a business to grow? So it really works across the big gamut as long as you've got that mentality to say, I want to grow. I want more out of my business. You know, I just have another question that I think is really intriguing. How do you deal with a company? So you go and you deal a million, two million, maybe they have 10, 15 employees. And then you're dealing with companies or divisions with up to, let's say, 250 employees. How is that engagement different for you? Because, I mean, 250 is a lot of people compared to 10 to 15. How do, you, how, do you, how do you work in larger organizations? What are the differences? Well, in reality, there's actually very little from a, a different standpoint. But the, the initial focus is always at the leadership team. So in a small 10-person organization, a lot of times all 10 are basically the leadership team versus in a big division, you've got four, five, eight, whatever of the whole 10, right, or of the whole 250 there. But still, the focus is with the leadership team kind of building that up from a leadership perspective to say, okay, let's use this in your team. And then we say, okay, let's roll this out to the rest of the organization. So again, training the trainers basically to say, okay, we're going to train you first, then you go train your team, go train your team, rolling it down, cascading it throughout the organization. But from a, a process standpoint, from a tool standpoint, we're dealing in volume at that point to say, okay, the the org chart, the accountability chart had 10 boxes over here, over here, it's got 250, but it's still the, the concepts, the structure, et cetera, are all the same, really. Cool. Okay. I know you got a, got a good offer. We want to take a moment here and share the offer and then we'll get to your one tip. Okay. Uh, well, really from a, from an offer perspective, it's always just, again, I, I'm a help first. I'm a, I'm a trainer myself kind of a thing there. So if you jump over to the website, it's admentus.com slash workshop. I've got a 90-minute a workshop right there that I give freely to uh, 
again, entrepreneurial growth-minded organizations here, really diving a little bit more deeper into the system. I'll actually explain some of the, the components, actually give one of the, the tools right there in terms of building the vision, the vision traction organizer right there. We'll go through that. So it's just a 90-minute consultation that's part of the, the whole process or basically the first step in the process there. But again, just complimentary kind of a thing there just to make sure that it's a good fit because that's, that's really my ideal is to make sure that it's a good fit for you, good fit for me, that I'm not trying to force a square peg into a round hole here. So again, just sharing so information, sharing tools there. It's an amazing offer. I mean, it really is. And not 90 minutes of your time and doing a workshop. Uh, and I would encourage anyone here that's listening to, to take you up on it. If you like what, what he had to say, and uh, there's a lot of offers on the show. Yours is honestly one of the best. Um, you're going to have to give them your website by spelling it. A lot of people can get this information, you know, by the description, because we'll put it in the description. But there are going to be some people that are listening in their car or, you know, not, you know, getting on, that are not going to have access. Yeah. So if you just give your website again, say the name, then spell it out with workshop at the end, all that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the company name, Adventist.com, but it's A-D-M-E-N as in Nancy, T-U-S dot com and it's slash workshop on the end but yeah you can just you can always google it admit to eos right there and we come up right at the top excellent excellent okay everyone waits till the end to hear your one big if i have one idea to share what is your one idea well it actually goes back to a albert einstein quote of anything and again it applies to really any business idea but it's just the concept of simplicity that Way too often with businesses, with organizations, we like making things complex. And it's the idea is really just to keep everything as simple as possible, not simpler than it has to be, but still keeping everything as simple as possible, always focus on rooting out that complexity in every aspect of the business, because that's really what's going to start bogging things down. It's what's going to catch up on you without you really realizing it, that that complexity is what builds up and will hurt a business over time. So it's an Einstein quote. Yeah, it's actually an Einstein quote. I don't have the, the exact terminology, but yeah, it's Albert Einstein of keeping everything as simple as possible, but not too simple, roughly. R rough quote. Well, it's, it's simple. It, so your idea in, in its heart is uh, figure out how to make everything difficult, simple. Everything, yeah, as simple as possible. Because there you can go too far, but still, there, there's don't make it overly complex just for making things complex. And that's, that's what a lot of people tend to do. I, myself included. I, I, I totally agree. I see it all the time. Yeah. I see it all the time. Uh, you've inspired me to share a tip, which I don't normally do, but you inspired me to share a tip because I think it's important. And I just read this. It's from Bill Nye's, a science guy. And he's, okay. I can always learn something from someone else. I'm paraphrasing but I can always learn something from someone else. And I think when it comes to consulting, one of the biggest things that people get are fresh eyes of someone that's got a lot of experience because we're in tunnel vision, complete tunnel vision. And sometimes it just takes an outsider to see. So you can always learn something from someone else, which I, I think is a, a, great, a great quote, something like that. Yeah, no, I love that concept, yeah. So anyhow, I want to thank our listeners. I want to thank the people watching us on C-Suite TV. Uh, you know, without the listeners and the, and, and the viewers, we would not have a podcast. And um, I want to, of course, thank Jeff, our guest, for doing a great job today. Uh, Jeff, thank you so much for being on our show. Hey, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. Everyone have a great day. Take care.
This has been Training Unleashed, but it doesn't stop here. Just go to trainingunleashed.net to subscribe to the show. That way, you'll never miss an episode, and you'll be well on your way to delivering training programs that are off the chain. We'll talk to you next time on Training Unleashed. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.